Hey there, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited that you're here. I was just telling Jesus how wonderful he is. And could you just do that with me? Can we just praise him? Jesus, we just praise you. We thank you. We just love you so much. We thank you that you're showing us things to come and that we're not ready. We just love you for the revelation knowledge you're giving us, for correcting us, showing us ourselves. Because without that correction, we would be doomed. We thank you that you love us, and that's why you correct us. Give you all the glory. Just take over today. Show us your way. In your name. In your name. So I wrote a book for him, and I wanted to show you that today. And it's called The Man in the Red Tattered Shirt. And I hope that you get it because it's God talking to us. He just overwhelmed me with the things that he was saying. And then he asked me to share it with you. The first thing he said to me, actually a couple years ago, he said, many of my children think they want to move in with me someday. Can you imagine? We're thinking we want to move into heaven with him someday. And he's saying, but right here and now, they don't have time for me. You know, so many people tell me, I'm ready for Jesus. I'm a Christian. When I do my street ministry, they just turn for me. I'm a Christian. Leave me alone. I have my own faith. And we kind of do the same thing to Jesus when we look at the Word of God. We're saying, I'm already saved. I already said the prayer. I'm magically going to go to heaven someday. And we're thinking in ignorance. We're, we're really being ridiculous. And that's what God is saying here. He said, many of my children think they want to move in with me someday, but right here and right now, they don't have time for me. They don't know me. They don't agree with me, but still, they think they want to move in with me someday. I think he covered all the categories here. There's people that never open the word of God, and he is his word, and they think they're going to heaven. They just, that's just their opinion. That's their faith. But, you know, just like anything else, you have to have the facts, and he's telling us the facts. In fact, this matches Mark 7, 21 through 23, where Jesus said, Not many of you who call me Lord, and God is saying, Many of my children, you think you're moving in with me someday. And Jesus said, Not many of you who call me Lord are going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And you're going to say, But I did this in your name, and I did that in your name. So they're thinking they're right with God. We're thinking we're right with God. And we're not. And then he said, we don't have time for him. He caught me in that instance, and I tell about it in the book. And I was like, oh, I don't have time for this. I just want to go home. And I felt like when he corrected me the next day, he was saying that I was a part-time Christian. I was putting on a facade. And I was. I was tired. I did a video that day. And I didn't want to deal with anything else. It was about me. It wasn't about him. And if we love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind, then we're going to care about what he cares about. And he was saying, you don't care about what I care about. Or you wouldn't have walked away when I needed you. And we do that. I'm not the only one. We do that. And when he corrects us, when he gets a chance to correct us, if we're listening, if we're not saying, I already know I'm a Christian, I'm going to heaven, then we can get that correction before that day comes, before Jesus says, away from me, I never knew you. You who disregard my Father's commands. So anything you know to do that you're not doing it, or, or even if you don't give him a chance to show you, if you never open up the word of God, 
then you're never going to know what's expected of you to live in his kingdom. And so often we're taught wrong and we're taught, oh, it's a prayer. All you got to do is ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you. And that's true. If you truly ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he's going to change you. He's going to change your heart. But so much of the time, like we do everything else, we just go through the motions. You can't just go to church every Sunday and warm the bench and care about what he cares about. If you care about what he cares about, you're going to know what he's thinking. And that's what he wants you to know in this book. He wants you, and that's what I teach you in this book. I give you the forefront, how to know what he's thinking and how he's feeling. Have you thought about that? How is he feeling about the way you're treating so-and-so or that person that you ignored? How's he feeling about that? Do you think you might have hurt his feelings? Or do you think, oh, he's God, he can handle it? I used to hear that all the time. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that he is a very sensitive person and he's a real life person. And if you don't know him, he's going to say, away from me, I never knew you. If you don't know him, you're not going to do the Father's commands. You're going to live by your opinion. And that's what so many people do. I have my own faith. I go to this church. When I'm out on the street, those are all the excuses I hear. They don't want to hear me. I barely get anything out of my mouth. And all I hear is Jesus, and they turn away. Some say, no, thank you. And then again, some say, I'm a Christian, I know. There's very few that want to talk about Jesus. There's very few that want to talk about it. So think about what he's saying. You know, he told me this so many years before he actually started correcting me in this. And, you know, that night I was saying, I don't have time for you. I don't care about what you care about. I care about me. Many of my children, they think they want to move in with me someday. Why would you want to move in with someone you don't have time for, someone you don't agree with, and maybe someone you have things against? Why would you want to move in with that person? Would you move in with someone you don't know? Would you just move in with any person off the street? You don't know them, but you're, but you're willing just to move in with them? Why would you be willing to move in with God if you don't know him, if you don't care about him, if you don't know what he's thinking or feeling? That would be a pretty scary thing to move in with him when you have no idea. And he's saying, what he's saying here is, it's not going to be a reality. If you don't know him, you're not moving in with him. If you don't agree with him, you're not going to move in with him. How are you going to fit into the kingdom of God? if you're not in agreement with him. And so if you live in disagreement with him now, then you're not going to be welcomed into the kingdom. That's what he's saying. You have to agree with him. You have to have time for him. Just like anyone else you care about. You have to have time for him. You have to care about what he cares about. You have to have enough time to know what he's thinking and to know what he's feeling. To know his feelings are hurt. I hurt his feelings when I walked away that night. And I was willing to be corrected. I am willing to be corrected. I had a crisis in my life. And in that crisis, I learned that if I am not corrected, if I don't do the word of God, there's nothing God can do. Didn't Jesus say that? There was nothing that he could do in his own hometown because of their unbelief. There was nothing he could do because they didn't believe. 
if you believe you're going to let Jesus correct you, you're going to get in that counseling room with him, and you're going to let him correct you. So in this book, God really wants to show you who he is, and he wants you to come in agreement with him. He wants you to know that isn't even hard to do, but you can't come in agreement with him if you don't know him. If you don't have time for him, how are you going to know him? And he wants, he's coming, and he's giving us heads up to let us know that when he comes, we have to know him. We have to have had time to get to know him and come in agreement with him, or the door is not going to be open to us. This life here is temporary. You're not going to be here very long. Um, Either you're going to live in heaven, sorry to say, or you're going to live in hell. And so you got to make a choice. This, and, you know, it's so apparent to me as I walk around and do God's work and I'm feeling what he's feeling and, and I know what he's thinking and what, what he's trying to say to us is that you're soon to leave. And if you're not ready, you're not going to be able to come with me. I want you to know me. I want you to take this time that you have left here and forget about all those temporary things so that you can live with me when you leave here. Don't wait till it's too late and have to sit there and argue with Jesus and say, but I did this, I did that, I did this, and you already know that you're wrong and, and, and that you know, you're caught and you have all these excuses and none of them are good enough. You know, Jesus was showing me that night that I ignored him. He's, I started getting that picture of the sheep and the goats in my mind. And I saw myself in the wrong line. Because really, when we disregard his command, we're ignoring him. He says that to me often. He said, if you ignore me, I'm going to ignore you. On that day, he's going to ignore you. He's going to say, away from me. I never knew you. I saw myself in that line. I heard him saying what he said in the word of God. I I heard him saying, not many of you are going to enter into the kingdom of heaven with me today because you ignored me. You didn't do what I asked you to do. You disregarded what I said. And that's what he's saying to us today. If we disregard what he's saying, if we ignore him, we're not going to live with him someday. We may think we are, but we're not going to live with him someday. And that hurts him. And he's telling us ahead of time that we're not ready. And if we're not ready, we don't get to go. Jesus is coming. And if you don't know him, if you're not ready, If you don't agree with him, you're not going to live with him. So I hope that you order this book. You can get it on my website, visioneternity.org. You can get it at at Amazon. And right now, um, the the ebook is only a dollar. It's only a dollar. So you have no excuse to go get it and find out what you have to do to start getting ready for Jesus to come. So let's pray. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, if you would heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And then he's going to teach you how to be ready. He's a real person. It's a real prayer. You don't say the prayer and then put him aside and think that you're going to heaven. That's not true. It's the farthest from the truth. You have to let him recreate you in his likeness so you can walk through that door. Don't ignore him. 
or he's going to ignore you. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for teaching us, for showing us we're not ready, for not just showing up um, as that thief in the night, but showing us ahead of time what we have to do to be ready for that day, the most important day of our life when we stand before you. I thank you and praise you, give you all the glory in your name. I was so glad. I was just thinking at the end of that. I was so glad that Jesus corrected me. Or I would be in the wrong line when he came. You know, there's the line of the sheep and the line of the goats. Those who did for Jesus and those who did not, those who ignored him. You want to be in the right line. There's two lines. And I'm to tell you, he's already doing that separation. It's an hour of testing. He was testing me. Was I going to change lines or was I going to just be self-centered and care about myself? Get the book. Let me know what you think. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you.